We're recording. So, <clears throat> hello. Okay. Today, uh, we're going to kick off, you know, the month of December leading up until New Year. Every week, we're going to be focusing on different facets of the holiday mindset. So, today, we're going to be focusing on negativity, which I don't want anybody to think that this is one of those situations where I'm going to tell you, like, think positive and it's going to make it all better. I think that negative feelings, they absolutely <clears throat> need to be validated. You're allowed to feel them. You're It's anticipated that you're going to feel them, right? But what we perpetuate towards ourselves, what we say to ourselves, how we react towards ourselves, all of that, if that's negative needlessly, then we're just beating our own ass into the ground for no purpose. There, There is no better performance that comes from that. You've heard me say that a million times. Is you just, you can't kick your ass into gear, you know? It just doesn't, it's not the way it works. So today I'm going to try and explain some tips and some different ways to look at it to put the focus on keeping your mindset out of being in the negative zone because this this holiday season does a great job at, at creating an atmosphere of joy which doesn't always feel joyous you know so especially going into that what's going on between these ears is key so I'm gonna get chat open okay I want you guys as I'm talking throughout this call I want you to tell me if something's resonating with you um if you have a question, relate to anything, tell me in the chat. Okay. So I know you guys see me now and it feels like you probably can't imagine a time where I wasn't super positive or I'm doing air quotes for those who are listening to the recording, you know, or you can't imagine me not having the kind of approach that I have. That was forged from a very bad place. <laughs> you know, like I am a different person than I was throughout a lot of my life, you know, and I've been doing, you know, I've had CCA now, what is it, like seven plus years, you know, which is crazy to think, but that didn't happen overnight. I was the best, the best at being a complete and utter asshole to myself. I was the best in the room at any given time. I put myself in my place. I check, I gave myself, you know, all the checks and balances that I needed. I did not make excuses for myself. I was a miserable ogre towards myself. And that like emanated. Um, and I attracted people in my life who were also miserable to a degree. And we all just kind of lived in this self-deprecating hellscape, which wasn't hard growing up in the early 2000s. I mean, that's just, you know, if you're over a size six, you deserve to be in that hellscape. So I very much embodied that growing up. Um, I was not the person I am now. I All I talked about was dieting, food, my body, what I wanted to try next. Who I was awful to other people too about their bodies. And all in the name of like, well, I'm unhealthy too. I'm no one to talk. You know, like it was always rooted in my own self-hatred for myself. I didn't talk negatively about other people just because I like tearing them down. I was just like, how could they let themselves look that way? Meanwhile, I was trying everything to not look that way, air quotes again. You know, um, it, it's just, it's a bad place to be mentally because if you think about it, that just sounded terrible, right? On the outside. But how many of you guys, maybe you've been doing this for a while, you're better now. 
but how many of you guys can be that class A jerk to yourself mentally? How many times have you had yourself in the position where you're the meanest one in the room to yourself, not to anyone else? Even if you're judging other people, it's all rooted back to how you feel about yourself. You don't, you weren't a hypocrite. You were equal opportunity hating of the situation, you know? <laughs> Juliana, I'm still a dick to myself a lot. You're so funny. Um, that That's not funny, but the way you said it was funny. Um, you know, I, I was the same way. And if you think about it, what the hell good is going to come from that? Like, yeah, I, I, I get it because I was there so often too. And I'm not going to lie, you know, being currently my body, everything feels and looks completely different. I've been through two miscarriages in a short period of time. I've come off of hormonal birth control that I was on for decades. I've stopped my ADHD meds that I was on for over a decade, you know, um, and it's been a true test to not be an asshole to myself when I look at myself in certain clothing or I look at my skin and having to put five zit stickers on when I used to brag about my skin. That happens though. There are seasons throughout our lives. These are not curable illnesses. So you're going to have times where you feel like you quote unquote look your best and times where you don't. And that's every human. It's just a little bit more intense when you have these lovely illnesses and if we're being assholes to ourselves, when that is just the ebb and flow of life, you're going to have periods where you look different. Like, what is the purpose of being a dick to yourself? It doesn't change it, it unfortunately, right? Like, if we could just yell at ourselves a little bit and have everything right, get right in line, I mean, we wouldn't be here, <laughs> right? Because we're all experts in it. Everyone here has trashed themselves. So everything I'm going to tell you guys today, know that it's definitely coming from a place of I walk the walk, talk the talk, you know, like I get it. It is disheartening when you're not where you want to be. And it's even more disheartening when you feel like you're trying your best and you're not where you want to be. So why add to that heartbreak of not having that control by just being so damn mean? Nobody works harder when they feel like it's hopeless. Or when they feel like, you know, they, they can't stand themselves anyway. No one's going to get to that promised land of like, I'm going to look great, you know, once I can hate myself there. And then I'll be nice to myself. That doesn't work that way, you know? So I used to think people who weren't assholes to themselves, by the way, were full of themselves, air quotes. You know, because I was like, either they're born blessed, aka born naturally thin, um, or rich, <laughs> like born with a trust fund, or they're full of shit, you know, and they don't really like themselves. They're just pretending. Like, I would just, and I didn't think that was tearing people down. I thought I had just this realistic view of how things are. And it somehow put me at like, well, I'm shit because here I am, you know, and who wants to live at that playing field? Where anybody who didn't think they were shit is like making it up or like fed with a you know gold spoon and and I'm just this loser and who's cursed. You know? And I really believed it at the time. I really did. I thought it was just something I was I was stuck in this situation. And every now and again I get a burst of motivation to do something about it, like a very strict diet, or I'd overhaul, I'd you know, start cleaning one drawer and do the whole room. Like I was all or nothing. 
And then it would hit me that there is no quick fix. And then I would hate myself for that and realize how far ahead the journey really was and give up on myself and be an absolute jerk to myself and make it 10 times worse. Anyone relating? Does this sound familiar? You could tell I'm, a, I'm just a wee bit passionate about it, right? Because that was the, that was the big chunk of my life, you know? Um, but I hope that you see the, the contrast to what I have been able to achieve. And that's, again, not with saying like, I healed myself, I'm perfect for 10 years now because that an incurable illness is never gonna get to that point, right? But you see, if you compare talking to me, knowing me the way you guys do now, can you imagine I was that person every day of my life? So it's changeable. It is changeable. It just, it takes effort and it takes a choice. This is where I might piss some people off because when my therapist told me this back in the day, it absolutely pissed me off. But it is 100% a choice to continue being a jerk to yourself or not. Now, I don't mean that as it's a switch and you can just decide right now to never talk badly about yourself and you're done. Like I said, it's taken even now, after all these years, I still have to coach myself to not be a dick to myself, right? So I'm not saying that there is... Just choose not to do it and you should be able to be fine. Okay. But at the end of the day, it is a choice to decide. Like if you're going to decide to be the person who feels that way about themselves and hold on to that, or if you're going to decide to be someone who wants to learn a different way to be. And like I said, that pissed me off when my therapist told me that because I'm like, what do you mean? Look at all of the things that have happened to me in my life. Look at how I feel every day. Look at, you know, no matter what I try or what I do, blah, blah, blah. It was just a big ass pity party. And I thought this person was so out of touch and so like just completely just disregarding my issues and everything. But she was saying all of your shit's valid. However, it is a decision to continue to stay like I'm satisfied with this frame of thinking or to decide to adopt a different way of thinking, even if that's gonna take a while. And that I liked a lot more. That I could wrap my brain around because I was like, well, it makes logical sense that I probably won't be doing the best for myself if I'm like really mad at myself all the time, but how the hell can I change that? And what you tell your brain repeatedly it begins to believe. I know that sounds nuts, but freaking brainwashing is a thing, right? We're inundated with things that mold us to think certain things throughout our lives. It's just how human beings piece together information and learn stuff, right? Our brain is more malleable than you think. And if you continue to feed it negativity and you continue to feed it hatred and dis, you know, being displeased and uh, being discouraged and like, I should have done that. I should have done this. Damn, you suck. All those things, your brain's going to believe that and hold on to it. It's why you could logically hear me explain something and be like, yeah, I get that. But why don't I believe it? Brains can be changed. You know, your, your mind can be changed about things. It just takes a lot of time and a lot of new evidence to combat those that the years of other things you thought were evidence that you sucked. Right? Like if you went your whole life thinking a certain set of things and someone came and said, hey, it's no, it's this way. 
you'd ask some questions. You'd want to know what, what, what kind of way is it? What, how have I been wrong? Right. And then you, you could change your mind about something. Well, it's the same thing with this. It's just emotionally connected to us for a lot of reasons. So it just takes longer to make that change, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. It doesn't mean you're, you're stuck being the negative Nancy that you are now. That's a byproduct of something that needs healing. That's not a, an innate human instinct to just be an asshole to yourself, right? So what are your thoughts so far? I just blabbed a lot, but what are your thoughts so far? Let me read this chat here. A work in progress. This is the hardest part of this journey for me. Often is. I'm never happy in my own skin. And you know, that's the thing, um, Susan, too, is I've had clients who, like when I first started doing this back in the day, I had clients who'd get results. And if we were, let's say we're more focused on the steps, the actions, than we were building a solid foundation where they didn't hate themselves, right? Maybe they were, they'd follow the same lead of being really good for a couple months of doing one of doing the stuff we're telling them to do. And maybe they'd see some change. They'd see results, you know, in a, in a before and after, I hate calling it that, but like a comparison photo, right? They would still have things that they would pick on themselves about. They would, and that's what I started realizing. Like, we really got to build this foundation out. This has to be first because they were I know everyone thinks, well, not me. If I were to be losing weight, I would just be happy with whatever I can get. You think that now. That is not the case because you're not programmed to just let yourself be happy with what you got at any point, right? At any size. You have this ideal image. It's your, this is your pursuit. And you're programmed to think you can't be easy on yourself till you get there. Because if you are, you're 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 letting it, you know, you're letting yourself go, all those negative things right? So why would you be happy along the way? Why would you be pleased with yourself if your body is not at that ideal? And how can we even get to that ideal if we're always displeased? It's like a big trap. But it's definitely the hardest part. You know, people think they're moving slow through baby steps, let's say, because we're really hard working on binge patterns, or we're working on um, body neutrality or things like that. But I think it's just harder because it's not tangible. Those are much harder things to change. They're, they take a lot more time to change, a lot more work to change. So yeah, you might not make a lot of changes on the board. Like, you know, your diet might not be that different or you might feel like so much time has has gone by. I should be doing more. But this stuff is a lot when you think about the decades of time that it has really been stuck in our heads. It's no easy feat to change. So <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. They aren't assholes to themselves in front of anyone. It's a huge secret for them. Absolutely. I mean, but not for nothing. Um, I've had I've had friends before who are competitive, like um performers, like um lifters, competitive lifters and just like fitness models and stuff like that. They're the meanest to themselves. Like the ones that have like zero body fat, you think that they must think that the sun rises and sets on their ass. And I mean, some of them might put that front up, but that is not the case. 
You know, a lot of times, unfortunately, the extreme preparation that goes into a lot of that stuff isn't rooted in, in self-love necessarily, you know. So um, that's why when you see online, if you go to any like, first of all, if you see a video that has to do, especially before the holidays, please listen to me. Do not be do not enjoy torture in this way. There are a lot more pleasurable ways to enjoy pain than to go on to Instagram and go on a video about bodies or fitness or something and read the comments. For the love of God, don't go on a binge recovery person's site and read the comments. Not reading the comments is the ultimate form of self-care, especially before the holidays, because shit's crazy online these days. I don't understand. But anyway, um, oh crap. what was the point? I, I had a point. It was right here and now it's gone. Oh, so when you read these comments, if you do, if you do find, you know, find that you just really want to get tortured that day and you go read these comments, I want you to remember that the people leaving the most narrow minded, mean comments are the people who would have the hardest time dealing with what you're dealing with every day. Every time you see one of those comments, remind yourself they are leaving that comment because they have not the foggiest idea what life would be like this. And they would be up Shit's Creek without a paddle if they ever woke up one day and their body decided to attack them. It won't necessarily help because like I said, the internet's insane these days and those comments like are just absolutely brutal. So just don't read them. But if you have to, keep that in mind. All those fit pros, all those people who are like calorie in, calorie out, that's all that matters. They're, they just have no idea. That's why they're saying that, you know, poor things. So I've been trying to give myself grace lately in my notes from last week. I wrote parent self easier and more gently. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, it's crazy. You, you know, I even, I even watch like kids content these days. Like my niece loves Bluey and, um, miss rachel and stuff like that and it's just like the con even that the kid content it we can't talk the kid content is more wholesome you know it's more gentle and i don't know i'm like i think there's just this shift towards gentle parenting i mean for sure more now than when we were growing up but um start with yourself you know even if you read, it might seem silly, but read up on gentle parenting and apply those tools to yourself. You know, why not? You might surprise yourself. So uh, back when I was anorexic, I still wasn't happy with myself. That's exactly it. It drives the disorder. Nobody like is happy doing that kind of stuff to themselves. It's all based on hate. On, on the fear of maintaining, the fear of being accepted, of, you know, being complimented and looking good, all the fear keeps it going. And you can't have a rational perception of, of what that is when you're in that place. You know, so true because I lost 35 on my own and all I could focus on is that it's not enough because my goal is another 70. And and we we think that that's motivation, you know, um, and it's not. It's just it's self-hate, self-fear. It's very hard to maintain. You know, um, I have a private message here. It's getting caught up in the nostalgia of what you used to look like too. Remember when I was this size at this age and this goal, I can definitely talk on that because 
my whole life over the last several years has been documented. So I'll be on Facebook, I'll log on and I'll see, here's your video from two years ago when you were working on your house physically every moment of every day for months on end. And, you know, like here, not to mention almost three years ago, you know, like we forget about aging. We forget about people change. They look different from time to time, you know, but the nostalgia of like, I used to look like this, that'll kill you every time because it makes you feel like you're defeated. You know, I'm going to explain what I'd say to myself when those thoughts creep up, because it's hard. Like I have everything documented right there for comparison, you know, and a lot of other people do too in this day and age. Scary, scary stuff. So this topic really connected to the therapy session I had earlier today about being my own favorite person. Oh, I love that. You know, that's, and that's super interesting too, because now I love that idea, right? But back in the day, if I were to think about being my own favorite person, I would think that that's someone being full of themselves. Like I was saying, you know, like they're stuck up, they're full of themselves or they're lying. They have it easy, but no, we should all be our favorite person because when that's the case, we're better for ourselves. We're better for the people around us too. It all trickles down. You know, they get the most authentic version of us when we're not afraid of being that authentic version of us. And if they're the right people around us, you know, then they want us to be our favorite person too. So I love what you just said, going back to what someone recently said to me about how I was smaller a year ago than now. You're right. She would never be able to handle this daily struggle. Nope. You know, um, it's, it's crazy. The people who have the most advice but have never been through what you're going through know the least about what you're going through. You know, I find that to be the case, um, especially in this day and age. Old pictures aren't helpful to look at. Going back to where we were at 19 and 20 is impossible. I feel defeated every time I see an old photo, right? Like we're meant to change. We're meant to age. I brought this up in my Greece video. I don't know, one of the videos in the summertime when I kept mentioning Greece for like a solid month. Um, but I had mentioned that I noticed there were these older women there that were like trucking it up a sand hill with like bags on their arms and, and, and like perfect health in their like 80s, right? And I'm I'm sitting there, I'm looking at them. And you know what? They weren't thin. So really, what is our, like, why are we so hard on ourselves? You know, like it's one thing if you feel like crap every day. Like I said, that's that's number one is to not feel like crap every day, right? But we're so obsessed with this idea of what health is and it blew my mind seeing all of that just put on its ass when Yaya can truck it way faster than I can. I'd be huffing and puffing. So what's real, you know? Why are we mean to ourselves? If we're mean to ourselves, we probably ain't going to be around 80 years old trucking up a, a hill just on that alone. So, okay, back to my notes here. Okay, so here's the thing. When you decide to stop talking that negatively to yourself, you have to also be kind to yourself when you still do. You cannot expect perfection. You want to expect correction. So don't expect perfection 
Expect correction. Because your, your programmed default is going to be to feel weird by this, to feel, want to resist it, to be, you know, really be like, no, I know what the real deal is and it's all crap. You know, like that negativity is not going to go away easily, right? So if you're looking to just be like, that's it. After this Zoom, that's it, Michelle. I'm not going to talk badly to myself. I don't want my kids to see this. I got, you know, like oh, whatever it is you're telling yourself as you get off this Zoom, right? Don't do that because you're going to set yourself up for disappointment. It's just going to be yet another thing you can't do. So instead, get off the Zoom thinking, I'm excited to pinpoint the next time I'm being a jerk to myself because I'm going to try and correct that thought. That repeatedly will help you correct that thought. Like I said, the brain is malleable. What you repeat to it, it believes. So for every negative thought or, or just mean thought you give your brain, you want to supplement that with something. It doesn't have to be over the top, right? So here's what I started doing. When I was being mean to myself, I would say you're choosing to waste your energy, not changing anything. You're choosing to waste your energy, not changing anything. Right? Bullies annoy you. Why would I say bullies annoy me? Because they do. Like, you ever watch a movie and you see the bully and you're like, what a jerk. Like, go away. Like, why, why, like, why are you being that way? Right? Or you've ever encountered a bully in your real life and you're just like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you picking on me? Right? You almost want to, like, come back at that voice with that kind of an attitude. So I'd be like, you're choosing to waste your time not changing anything. And bullies annoy you. Stop it. Stop being that way. Like, I would correct that thought in that moment. You don't have to tell yourself something lovely because if you're feeling mad at yourself in that moment, you're probably not even going to believe it. But, you, you know, acknowledging that that's not the way you want to think about it is a start. It's a really big start. So lately, when I see that time hop picture come up and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, like, look at how different, blah, blah, blah. I tell myself, you know, well, things are different these days. You're not going to get anywhere by being mad at yourself. What do you miss most about that time? And I've thought about it. And it's been, honestly, I really miss working on the house. I want to get back to it. I want to get back to painting rooms. I enjoyed how I felt. Back then, I didn't even think about my symptoms or anything. I still had them. They'd still pop up. I'd, If you remember or were following me, I'd have flare-ups. But I wasn't always thinking about it, you know, like as something I had to prevent and I, that was what I missed most. So by stopping and being like, you're choosing to be mean to yourself. Like, what's different? What What's different between now and then? What do you really enjoy? And actually asking myself how I'm feeling about it led to me having that grace. Just telling yourself not to be a, a jerk to you, like, might not work. You have to add to it. You have to look into that. Why am I being a jerk to myself? That's That's that second part of that question. Okay, so when you catch yourself being a meanie, stop yourself and be like, wait, 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 you're choosing to do this. This is unhelpful. You're not changing anything. Why are you being a bully? Like, what, what's going on here? And literally check in with yourself. I know it sounds nuts, but what's the alternative to just think you're cursed forever? Right? The decision is to want to change the, the mindset. It's not going to happen easily or naturally. And then the other side of things, and here's where we get a little bit woo-woo, but I believe in affirmations a lot. 
I believe in them, whether you believe in the mysticism of them, like, oh, I say it and I, I manifest it, whether you believe it. And I mean, it's not that different from prayer, you know, just a different kind of setup, but it's the same belief. It's faith, right? Or whether you just believe in telling yourself good things, putting you in a position to make it happen. We can all kind of agree that if you're telling yourself good things and you're going after what you want, you have a more like a higher likelihood of getting what you want, right? So whatever you choose to believe about affirmations or law of attraction or any of that stuff, at the end of the day, it really does reprogram you to believe that a better outcome is possible. And for whatever reason, it does make things happen. So on one side of it, you want to correct those the negative things that you're telling yourself because nothing good comes from that place. And on the other hand, you also want to feed yourself more of what it is that you want. You want to believe that those things are possible. You want to start thinking about like, instead of just living in survival mode every day, like, let me take what I can get. You want to start thinking, what would I really like? Like, what would make me happy? What would be something I want to go after? You know, what makes me feel good to think about happening and make that your affirmations. I do these in the shower because I shower almost every night. Um, even if I like put my hair up, I I just like, you know, if you've seen my galaxy shower videos, I wish I could like live in that bathroom if we're being honest. Um, so at night is when I do my affirmations. And I start them off by saying, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have blank, whatever it is, or now that I am, now that whatever makes sense with the sentence. So I'd say, I'm so happy and grateful now that my hormones are naturally balancing. I'm so happy and grateful now that I have a favorable atmosphere to conceive, carry, to term, and deliver a healthy, happy baby. You know, like I say those things with every single night. Um, and if there's a point where I don't want to say them, then that makes me ask myself why. You know, I don't try to just push through them and say them even though I don't mean them. I, I, if I feel like one night, I'm like, I really just don't feel in the mood to do them. Then that's room for me to stop and check in with myself again. Unfortunately, there is no way to wave the magic wand and have all of this internal dialogue just happen for us. You know, um, we've all been through different things throughout our lives that have brought us here and have us treat ourselves the way we've been treating ourselves. Right. So if you're trying to think of, I want to be different, start thinking of how do you talk to yourself differently to make that happen? The process has to match the outcome. If you want a different outcome, different process. So what the hell else did I write here? So yeah, that, that's, the, that's the gist of it is you want to correct, not perfection, correction. You want to correct yourself when you notice you're being a jerk. Tell yourself off a little bit. Like, what's what's helpful about this? What are you doing? Like, what is this going to accomplish? Then start thinking about what it is that you do want. You know, I want to feel, I, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have, oh, one I've been saying lately is I'm so happy and grateful now that my joints can accommodate painting ceilings because I have like three different ceilings in my house that I want to paint. Don't tell Nick. Um, he's shaking his head. But, you know, open concept he can hear. 
But yeah, so I'm affirming like I have a strong neck. I have a, a strong body that can handle painting ceilings. I can redo the basement myself because I, I love doing that. I'm affirming that I have the energy, the stamina to do that. And guess what? I am excited to do that. I'm not just like, oh, damn, you know, like one of these days I'll finish. Maybe I'll finish the basement. But like I have so much else to do. And, oh, you know, I have to do this. I have to, that would have been me back in the day. I still have a lot of stuff to do. I'm excited for when I eventually fi finish it, but that's going in my affirmations. Maybe for you, it's, I want to feel excited to cook. Um, I'm so happy and grateful now that I am excited to be patient because <laughs> who the hell is ever, you know, um, it might look different for you, what you affirm, but put more of what you want out there and correct the stuff you really don't want out there. Questions, thoughts, takeaways before we jump. I've been really good at keeping at this half hour mark. I'm like, whew, no long-winded ass Zooms. I'm grateful that I haven't needed to nap every single day after work anymore. Amazing. We'll take that. That's a win. That's awesome. So <clears throat> I want you guys to... Really try throughout this week, try to start thinking of, you know, one pinpointing when you're a jerk to yourself. If you need help writing it down, you know, so you can correct it. Maybe that's easier for you. Do that. Um, and then start thinking and putting out there, like, here's what I want. Envision it. You know, go in the page. I have I have a couple of videos on this specifically, like affirmations, law of attraction. Text me. I love talking about this stuff. If you feel like it's a bunch of baloney and you're like I'm weirded out text me about that too because I'll help you make it more realistic you know but um at the end of the day what's between these ears here is what's what it runs everything so whatever we can try to make more enjoyable and livable that's a decision we can make you know and something we can work towards so all right I hope this helped Juliana is saying, I literally needed this talk tonight. I've been so hard on myself this past week. We all go through it. We all go through it, but we can all pull ourselves out of it. Um, if any of you need additional support or anything, lean on each other in the chat. Te oh my God, <laughs> text me or your coach, you know, and, and we're all here for you. So enjoy your week and I will talk to you guys soon. Night, bye.